Hello, welcome back to Anesthetic Nutrition, Supplements, and Weight Lifting. This is Matthew and Gavin, and today we'll be going over PEDs and steroids. We're going to start off the episode by talking about what PEDs and steroids are, and then move into like how they affect people, and how like bodybuilders and Olympic lifters and all that stuff use them, if they have. And also in the episode, we'll be interviewing some special guests, so stay, stay tuned for that. Yeah, so PEDs, also known as Performance Enhancing Drugs, um, from the Nationwide Children's Hospital, is defined as any substance taken at, taken in non-pharmacologic doses specifically for the purposes of improving sports performance. The more common ones that you hear about are anabolic steroids, testosterone, human growth hormones, or HGH, it's commonly referred to that too, um, creatine, and ephedrine. So PEDs can be a big problem uh, for some people. Um, a lot of people see them as like a recreational drug use kind of deal with, you know, average bodybuilders that bodybuild just for physical looks and for their own, I guess, enjoyment and aren't really in like any sort of competition or sports league. Um, they can, however, be very dangerous for uh, athletes that, you know, have their, um, their career wrapped up in their physical appearance and their physical capabilities. Um, Obviously, you know, each steroid has its different kind of side effects, and some are more extreme than others, but just for, you know, effects on daily life, um, that's kind of how it goes for athletes. It's, you know, very, uh, very bad for them. Moving into the first drug we're going to talk about is, it's one of the most common that you hear, like, when this topic is brought up in discussion, and that's steroids, and anabolic steroid is a synthetic steroid hormone that simulates testosterone in that it promotes the growth of muscles and just like overall makes you bigger yeah and hormones are sometimes used medicinally to treat some forms of like weight loss and some athletes use them to advance physical performance like bodybuilders which that is very illegal yeah that's not only bodybuilders that use them um a lot of, you know, uh, NFL players and MLB players, um, pretty much any athlete um, or I guess athletic league uh, over the board has had their, you know, um, people that have used steroids, athletes that have gotten in trouble for using steroids. Sometimes the, reper the repercussions are pretty minor, like they have to skip out of like a couple games. Um, and sometimes they're blown way over the top, like stuff like the Olympics and stuff like that. So if you're interested in that, definitely stay tuned. Um, we're going to have guests later on in this episode uh, to talk a little more about specific athletes that have done steroids and uh, their repercussions and the type of steroids that they've used. So going further into our discussion about steroids here, there are two common like ways that you can like get them into your body. And those are oral steroids and injectables like syringes or stuff mm -hmm. like that. And the first oral steroid we're going to talk about is Anivar, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Matthew? Yeah, so not all steroids um, are always used in, uh, I guess you would think, bad purposes, right, for gaining muscle or gaining weight. Um, a lot of steroids, like Anivar, uh, can be taken to ease bone pain from osteoporosis and can actually be diagnosed by doctors um, for stuff like that. Um, Anivar can also promote weight gain. Um, and speedy healing from burns, so uh, it helps the skin repair, you know, damaged tissue, and that's also a big component in bodybuilding and weightlifting. You know, when you're lifting these big weights and you're doing a lot of reps, doing a lot of weight, you're going to be tearing those muscles up more and more and more and more. And basically, what Anavar does is it helps you recover faster, um, 
and basically better. It builds your muscles back bigger. However, Anivar is not without its side effects. Um, it's known to not be as extreme as other steroids. However, it greatly impairs cholesterol levels um, for some people. And th this is all, it depends on the type of person that takes it. Uh, so genetically, you know, you might have different side effects than another person. You might have no side effects. Um, so yeah, it, it greatly impairs cholesterol level levels for some people. Um, it's not as hard on the liver like other steroids, but still does harm it. Um, 15 to 25 milligrams a day for six to eight months is the recommended dosage before running into full-blown health complications. So this isn't something that you want to, you know, take for a really long time. It's not something you're going to take every single day for like a year or something like that. This is something, you're, you know, you're going to cycle um, or, you know, take with uh, medical doctor's permission um, if, if that's, you know, the route that you're going down. So for like people who like been in an accident or something and just like have lost a lot of muscle mass in general from like not moving, this is like something that they use to treat that, like just short term or? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's not going to be longer than eight months because that's, like I said, when you run into full-blown health complications. Um, okay. But yeah, Anivar can be prescribed by a doctor and uh, it would definitely help like someone who's in uh, physical therapy, um, you know, help them regain some of that muscle strength, that muscle mass and um, can definitely help them recover like burns, like I said. So yeah, it can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing if abused. Moving on to the second oral steroid we'll be talking about is Dianabol. So some side effects of Dianabol is it's easier to gain weight, but harder to put on muscle mass. So like wrestlers use it to like increase their weight without like looking fat or, you know, having to actually like eat a whole lot and like, I don't know, how would you, yeah, so the way that it, that it, that it uh, makes you gain weight is that the weight gain is largely, largely related to intracellular fluid. So it actually increases the fluid volume in your body. Um, and honestly, it doesn't have too much physical appearance. Like you can look up people who have taken Dianabol before and like before and after pictures, unless they're doing a crap ton of weightlifting, they don't look super different. You know what I mean? So it's definitely one of those popular uh, steroids oral steroids that um, athletes would use, you know, to get to like a higher weight class okay. or, you know, raise their weight a little bit just to meet like a record or meet like a, uh, not a, sp a specific number that they need to for their sport. Yeah, that makes sense because I used to wrestle too, so I know a little bit about weight classes and right. to, like move between them. And yeah, and I'm sure you've heard about like the unhealthy diets sometimes that wrestlers would oh, go right, on yeah. just to gain weight. I used to go on those unhealthy diets to cut, cut weight. Yeah, yeah, it's a cut organ. It's very important in wrestling, so it's definitely seen as an easy out for those athletes. Definitely. So I'm not, up next, we'll be talking about the injectable steroids, and the first one we'll be talking about is Deca-Durablin. Yeah, so Deca-Durablin is very, very, very potent. Um, a lot of injectable steroids, and you'll see this you know, across the board compared to oral steroids, they're not going to be anywhere close to as extreme. Um, for example, Deca-Durablin, is like the uh you know it's it's the steroid it's you know what m most people picture when they think steroids you know it's the one that uh causes women to develop masculine characteristics uh which is also called virilism so it can cause women women's breasts to shrink or women to grow you know more hair than they normally would or grow taller uh get a deeper voice that kind of stuff um it can also uh cause acne extremely badly so you'll see a lot of you know memes on tiktok or instagram where people are like 
oh, my gym bro, he's hitting these maxes every week, and then he's got acne. Oh, he must be on steroids. You know what I mean? So you see a lot of those. Yeah, it's definitely the it's it's the you know steroid that people think of. Um, it can also cause you know prostate cancer, which is obviously very bad. Um, it can cause a high amount of calcium in the blood. It can give you an enlarged prostate. It can cause visible water retention. Really, you just want to stay away from injectable steroids, even if you're using them recreationally as you know, a bodybuilder that's not doing competitions, that's just weightlifting for, you know, looks and stuff like that. Um, It's kind of comparing, like, oral steroids are, like, marijuana, and then injectables are, like, meth. (laughs) It's a completely different... uh, It sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, even just in general, injectable steroids sound bad. Like, you're injecting something into your bloodstream. Right, and just by that alone, you should know that that's very extreme. Yeah. The last injectable steroid we'll be talking about is Depo-Testosterone, so tell us a little bit about that. Yup, so it has pretty much the same effects as uh, the first steroid we talked about, Decadurabilin. Um, it obviously causes, you know, muscle growth, uh, which, you know, it's, it's going to be way faster than uh, gaining muscle the regular way of, like, lifting weights and eating a lot of protein, eating a lot of food like that, right? Um, it's uh, still a steroid, obviously. And uh, the side effects are actually way worse than decadurabolone. So like, like decadurabolone, though, it can still cause prostate cancer, but it can also cause liver cancer, excessive fat in the blood, which makes you more prone to blood clots in your veins. Um, it can uh, cause you to have a heart attack or even heart failure or a stroke. It, this stuff you want to stay away from completely. Um, and there have been athletes that have taken this uh, before and, you know, had major repercussions afterwards um like i said the blood clot formation in the vein that's just another thing with uh the excessive fat in the blood that's caused from it and then um liver tissue death as well so it's pretty much just something that's going to completely mess up your liver and mess up your blood and even your heart so this stuff is pretty bad so next up we'll be talking about some naturally occurring drugs in the body and the first one we'll be talking about is testosterone Obviously, testosterone is the primary sex hormone and anabolic steroids in males. Um, testosterone plays a key role in development of the male re- reproductive tissues, and as well as promoting secondary and sexual characteristics like increased muscle and bone mass, and obviously the bu- growth of body hair. Yeah, and even dosing with you know natural things like testosterone can be very harmful for certain people. Uh, for example, in women. Um, if they don't want these changes to be caused to them, uh, they can uh, definitely be, you know, um, inflicted with a, a massive growth of body hair um, and muscle and bone mass. So this is going to, you know, make women appear more stocky and big um, compared to, you know, how they look on average. And, uh, you know, if they don't want that, that's definitely something that they should avoid, you know, testosterone. The other naturally occurring drug in the human body is Human growth hormones, also known as HGH, which is produced by the pituitary gland and it spurs growth in young children and adolescents. And it also helps to regulate, you know, body composition, body fluids, muscle and bone growth. That's why people take it. Uh, sugar and just fat metabolism, possibly heart functions. It's not like too well known, but um, it is. It produced synthetically too, which is you know how people take it. They take it in pills or just, you know anything in general. And HGH or human growth hormones is the active ingredient in a number of like prescription drugs, and it's available in products widely over the internet, so you can pretty much buy it. 
you know, anywhere. Um, it's yeah, and there's definitely some, like, pseudoscience behind it, too, because a lot of people think it's just, you know, it's going to solve cancer or it's going to, you know, some in some cases I've seen people even say that it can regrow, like, limbs and stuff like that. So there's <laughs> definitely a really big amount of pseudoscience and conspiracy behind HGH, human growth hormone. I don't think it can regrow wounds, but like it, it no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but uh, I've seen people take it like if they have trouble growing when they're a kid, um, even if it's like not medically known, they'll take this and it'll help them grow just a little bit more than they would if they didn't. So it does help, right? And the fact that it's only produced uh, by children and adolescents in the younger years that should be a telltale sign that you know you're an adult uh, lifting. You shouldn't need to take this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, it can be harmful for your body in that way, too. So the next drug we'll be talking about is actually debatable. People debate over it all the time, whether it's like a PED or not. Um, some people say it is. Some people say it's not. It's it's really up to, a, like, a kind of a personal opinion. But, I, um, yeah. Yeah, creatine is a commonly used supplement that is available over the counter. Uh, you can buy it at places like GNC, online, even Walmart, you know. It helps to give energy to uh, muscle and assists with muscle recovery. It can also be used to help increase training loads for those trying to gain and build muscle fat or muscle muscle fast, sorry. Creatine has a number of side effects including weight gain, water retention, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and impaired kidney function. So a lot of these side effects... Um, I personally have not experienced because I I do I supplement creatine every single day and a lot of you know Olympic athletes do this and it's actually not against the rules Mm -hmm. Um, creatine just increases the amount of ATP uh, in the body so it essentially just gives your muscles more energy uh, to you know lift that uh, heavier dumbbell or do that last rep on bench or do that last squat you know what I mean it can help you get there because it gives your muscles more energy it doesn't mess with your hormones necessarily like you know something like steroids oral or uh, injectable do um so it, it is very much safer than you know your typical steroid or really any other yeah. PED yeah so next we'll be going over some uh, average effects of how PEDs affect people yeah, so some telltale ones, you know, they're not telltale because whether you're taking testosterone, human growth hormones, or steroids, it doesn't say like for sure that this is going to happen to you. Obviously, like you're taking creatine and haven't experienced any side effects. Right, anything like nausea, yeah. diarrhea, or yeah. anything like yeah. that. No, <laughs> not that stuff. But just some like across the board effects of PD is, you know, increased aggressiveness from like the change in hormones and increased sexual ap- appetite. You know, obviously, which can lead to abnormal or criminal behavior, increased body mass, decreased fat mass, and just in strength or enhanced strength. Um, some long-term effects from taking it, you know, obviously, like over months or years on end, um, your tolerance. So it'll take like higher doses to achieve the same effect as when you started. Um, acne and oily skin, as you were talking about earlier, headaches fluid retention and yellowing the skin and whites from steroid-induced genres. Yeah, so next I'm going to go over some male-specific effects of PEDs. And um, these can be, you know, decreased sperm count, uh, which can lead to infertility or um, testicular cancer at worst. It can also cause hair loss, um, breast development or enlargement for men, and prostate cancer. Next up, we're going to be talking to our special guests, Jarrett and Ian. Jarrett, do you want to introduce your guys' podcast? 
Hey guys, my name is Jarrett, uh, and I'm here with Ian. Uh, our podcast is Dimes and Quarters. You can check us out on Apple Music or Spotify, or on the Twitter, JHS Creative Com. We talk about uh, NFL, all the stuff going on there. We have huge debates, uh, get really heated, and it's really funny, so go check us out. Uh, Ian, can you tell us some notable athletes who have taken PDs or steroids or just any of that stuff in general? All right, well, I have three athletes for you, Gavin. The first one is DeAndre Hopkins. He was suspended for six games. The second one is Barry Bonds. He was shadow banned from the MLB Hall of Fame. And then the third one is Fernando Tatis. He was suspended for 80 games. And then, uh, Jared, do you know what specific PEDs that these athletes took? So DeAndre Hopkins, NFL wide receiver, took Osterine um, to help improve lean body mass. Barry Bonds took a number of things. He took Decadurabline, um, injectable human growth hormones, post-cycle therapy drugs, and antiphetamines. And Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, the most recent and most like in the news uh, currently, he took cholesterol, a synthetic form of testosterone. Yeah, so some of these are obviously, you know, worse than others. Um, some of these steroids, you know, don't have that much, that big of a uh, effect compared to, like, you know, the injectables that Barry Bonds took over, like, uh, the Osterian that uh, D-Hop took. So can you tell me, like, their, um, um, I guess, forms of punishment from these the steroid use that they got caught for? So Diop got suspended for six games, uh, which is uh, in an NFL season. There's 16 games, so that's a little under half. Barry Bonds was not suspended for any games, but he's basically been shadow banned from the MLB Hall of Fame. Um, he hasn't been officially banned. He could still get into the Hall of Fame, but the people who vote him in aren't voting him in, even though a lot of people think he should be in the Hall of Fame. And Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, he was spending for 80 games, uh, so it was only a little bit of this past th- season towards the end because he was injured and he didn't play much. So he will be banned for a couple more games starting next season as well, which is pretty much um, in total half an MLB season. Nine All right, games. well, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us on our podcast today, and uh, everyone else definitely check them out, Dimes and Quarters, on Apple Music and Spotify. Thank you, guys. All right, this has been NSW with Matthew and Gavin. Today we went over PEDs and steroids and how they were used and affect you. If you like this podcast, check out Dimes and Quarters podcast on the Jordan High School Creative Communication uh, social media pages on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, check them out on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you.